Welcome to the Coffee and Questions podcast. I am your host, Michelle Berman-Michael, and my mission with this podcast is simple, to help realtors and loan officers across the world tap into the value Instagram can have for them and their business. To me, organic business that comes to us is the name of the game. On this show, you're going to hear from myself, other experts across social media, and also others that are just like you selling real estate and doing loans and doing it at a high level on social media. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Coffee and Questions podcast. This is a very unique and very fun episode because I am joined by somebody who I adore. She also is a killer designer in everything you can imagine to make a house look perfect. Just look at this girl's Instagram. I can't wait to explain, have her explain how she does this. But uh, Jackie Neiden is the CEO of Phoenix Stays, PHX Stays. So go creep on her on Instagram. I promise it is worth it. Um, but Jackie, I am so excited to introduce you to my audience. So why don't you tell people a little bit about who you are, how you got into using Instagram to grow your real or your real estate and Airbnb business. Hi, Michelle. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, we've been in real estate for uh, about 10 years uh, here in the Phoenix area. And uh, about four years ago, we started investing in rental properties, some that we had long-term tenants um, and some that we, you know, we did a lot of, uh, we worked with a lot of investors as well. So um, in 2020, we bought our first rental property that we were going to Airbnb out. It was a condo that was about a mile from us. Um, We didn't know what we were doing, to be honest with you, but I knew that I wanted to get my hands on it and redesign it. So we went in there, gutted it, did our thing. Uh, We put it on Airbnb. I think it was like January 20th and then January 23rd, we had our first guest. Um, And from there, it has just, uh, it's it's become addicting. So we now have 16 properties that we manage, uh, six that we own. And to me, it's a perfect collaboration between our real estate business and the short-term rental business. Um, They just work really well together. And we love helping our investors get involved and see the the revenue and what they can do with the property. And um, yeah, it's been great so far. I love it. It's always been a dream of mine, as you know, to, to eventually be able to join you in the, in the investor side of things. And um, I love the way your brain works when you look at a, a room, uh, kind of an empty blank canvas, if you will, and you can just turn it into something so magical. But one of the things I really love about you and, and part of why I was really excited to interview you for this is Instagram has always been part of your game, right? You've always worked hard on it. Um, you've always spent a lot of time trying to master it. I remember when you and I first met, you came to a class I taught at a Keller Williams office. Like, I think it was almost three years ago at this point, maybe even a little bit longer. Um, and we just connected right away. And and it was so cool to see how you wanted to kind of be at the forefront of this. So I get a lot of questions about this and I'm excited to dive into it with you, but if somebody wants to use Instagram, let's say to promote their real estate business, let's start there, right? How, what was your thought process when it came to building an Instagram on the real estate side prior to investing time on the platform to build your Airbnb side? Yeah. So first of all, yeah, Instagram is definitely my thing. Um, and it always has been, I don't know why just, it's it's such a visual, um, platform. Um, and I just love it. It's just, to me, it's almost like an escape. 
So that was definitely where I knew that I wanted to put my focus on and uh, started with when we started our real estate business, kind of just went along, did what I thought was the right thing, you know, posted some things here and there. Um, and then I did go to a class sponsored by you. Um, and I was just like, holy cow, there's so much more to this, so much more. And I just remember how it was explained and it was, it made so much sense. And I think I actually pulled you aside and I was like, oh my God, that was amazing. <laughs> so it just kind of um, changed my brain, my thoughts process a little bit with how I run Instagram. Um, so uh, back to your, your question was exactly, remind me. How did, how did you transition from, I want to use Instagram to promote my real estate business to eventually deciding I'm going to add my Airbnb side of things to it? So, yeah, I think what we started to do was post some of our, our Airbnbs on the real estate page. And we knew that that was not, we needed to keep our businesses separate. Um, and our Airbnb business is so, it's such a, a platform to showcase your homes, your brand, uh, your design, all of that. So we just created one um, for Phoenix Days and started posting and sharing our, some of our behind the scenes Um and I've always kind of been true to the truth where I'm not always going to show the pretty pictures and just the perfect, um, make it look like it's a perfect deal because it's not. Um, so we show some behind the scenes. We show us, you know, breaking down walls and, you know, picking up all, all kinds of random things. Um, and then also the after, after photos of what the product looks like after. And then we actually put on there um, dates available to have uh, our Airbnbs booked. Um, and we also are attracting a lot of uh, investors that are looking to either have their properties managed, which we do as well. And um, it's piquing a lot of people's interest. I love it. So when people reach out to you, this is a, a unique question and, and I think we can get there with it, but when people reach out to you, do they initially reach out wanting to potentially rent something or do they come at it from a, Hey, I see what you're doing. I want to buy my first property. Or is it kind of a combination of the two? And then maybe they decide they want to start as somebody staying. And then they kind of graduate into, wow, this is amazing. Jackie, how do I buy my own? I think it's pretty much people that want to uh, dip their toe in it a little bit. And they're like, Whoa, this is really cool. You know? And, and it's, so it's, like I said, it's investors, it's people all across the country, to be honest, that are reaching out, um, and I actually am an Airbnb ambassador. So what that means is anybody that's looking to start their Airbnb, I can help them through the process from A to Z and Airbnb pays me. So they, the potential host doesn't pay anything. Um, so it's super helpful that, you know, we're reaching everybody all around the country and um, people have questions and we're there to answer them. We've been there. We know the mistakes we've made, what we would do different um, and all of that. And, you know, the other thing that's, I know for me, I was in a class and we were talking about Instagram and I said, if somebody has a business and they don't have an Instagram account, there's no business. And that's just me. I could, because that's the first thing that I do as I look them up on Instagram. If we're looking for a cute coffee shop or a cute, if I see an Airbnb that we're going to book, I will always look up their Instagram. And so that's important to me for a potential guest who wants to stay at one of our properties that they can look and see, okay, they are real. They do have reviews. These are the real homes or real people, but that's huge. Yeah. I think that that, what you just described transcends any part of the real estate industry and really any industry for that matter, in my opinion, right? Because, um, 
for me, if I'm going to hire somebody to help me buy a home, they better have an Instagram account without a doubt, or else I will not hire them period. Right. Even if they were referred to me by like my closest girlfriend, I'm still going to say no, because if I can't go find you, then again, to, to testify to what you said, are you a real person? Are you really who you say or who this person says you are? Um, so I think it's really interesting that you brought that up because I think a lot of people that own Airbnbs and I, my husband and I have stayed in hundreds of them across the country. Um, but a lot of the people who own the properties tend to be a little bit older, right. A little bit more seasoned in the process of investing. Um, and they don't have them, like they don't have Instagram accounts at all. So when they meet me, it becomes like a, Oh, what do you do? That's what you do. That's so cool. Um, can you help me? And it ends up becoming like a pretty common question that people are like, Hey, um, how do I put my Airbnb on Instagram and how do I start? Um, so I'm going to throw that back at you and say, if, if I'm that person, let's pretend I own my first Airbnb property and I have no Instagram presence whatsoever. How would you tell me to start? Um, and then ultimately what is, what does the content look like that you feel like people are asking you for, um, or helping them make the decision of whether or not to use you? Gosh. Um, I honestly, my first piece of advice would be just start, get something up there, get your name up there, get your company up there, start posting your, your, your properties. Um, you could start posting, uh, coffee shops in the area, you know, uh, stay local, things like that, but, um, definitely just start posting things and, and, and do it instead of, um, spending so much time thinking about what if, what just get it out there and you get better and better as you go. Um, and you just can fine tune it. But I, yeah, it's, it's, to me, it's crucial. It's almost like a Google, like if <laughs> I'm looking for a business and I'm, I look at it on Instagram almost before Google sometimes. So I think it's just crucial to get yourself on there. If you, you have something that you're trying to promote and you want people to see. Yeah. And how do you, cause I know you use Canva like most of us, right? We love Canva and it's a really simple, easy tool for us to be able to build our brand. Um, and, and my question to you is if I'm listening to this and I, and I have an Airbnb property and I want to start using Instagram, do I need to go create content in Canva in order to start marketing my property properly? Or do I just wing it? And then, as you said, kind of let it naturally go, because I will say, uh, for anybody listening, I'm going to, in the show notes, I'll make sure you guys have Jackie's uh, Instagram handle for both her real estate business and Phoenix days. But if you look at her content, I mean, it's very well branded, it's beautiful and it's very thoughtful. Um, and the design side of it is definitely synonymous to what her Airbnbs look like for sure. Um, but not everybody has that knack, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I honestly, we use Canva for maybe half of our posts. And that's really just to keep the templates pretty much um, in line with our brand. But we don't use Canva for every post. So we might just go out there and take a picture of our property while we're out there um, and add it on our Instagram. So I, I I would say we use Canva about half the time, but it, I would just post, post. And then as far as content, I think it's important to, you know, kind of give a a description about the property. You know, we have 16, so each one of them has a different name. Sometimes they could get confusing to people. So we we talk about, we just had one that we took off the market for six months because it just got a brand new pool. 
So now we're, you know, we're the content is all about now we have a heated pool with the spa, you know, so it's, um, they're, they're just light, fun, airy content. Um, not too much, not you know, just describing the space, describing the location, describing what you can do, how many people can sleep there. You know, we have a lot of huge events coming up here in Phoenix, uh, Super Bowl, the golf tournaments, all that. So people are now, I think, looking more so than ever to try and find their place, secure their place. Um, so as far as content, I would just do local events and maybe talk a little bit more about the property and what's around it. Yeah. And I think I have a, a question too, that I think a lot of people will be asking or thinking. Um, and so I'm going to ask it, which is how can running an Airbnb business like you are and have done beautifully, right? You have six of your own properties managing a total of 16. Like that's amazing to me. Um, especially since you also still run a full-blown real estate business at the same time. Um, so for someone who is, is kind of thinking this, right? Can your Airbnb business feed your real estate business and vice versa, right? Can your real estate business feed the Airbnb side and back and forth? Oh, absolutely. A majority of it does. Um, I, I pretty much exclusively, I have been working with investors now that just want to get into the short-term rental business. So they're reaching out on the real estate side. We're helping them through that process. And now we switch it on over to the Phoenix Day side where now we're actually managing their, their home. We're doing the renovations, <clears throat> the design work. So it kind of starts with our Valley Group real estate and then we work our way over to Phoenix Days. So it's a fully, kind of a full circle um, operation. So do they pay for the renovations or do you guys pay for it or how does that work? So if I, like, if I wanna, let's say I go buy my first condo in Phoenix, um, and I, do I have to spend the money to do all the renovations and then hand it over to you? Or do you take that off my plate for me? Uh, no, you, we definitely don't pay for the renovations, but we would manage them. So a lot of our clients are out of state. So they'll buy the property and they're like, I'm going back home. So they're gone, but they're like, you, you know, manage it to figure out whatever you want to do in the inside, furnish it. And then, um, we do all that for them and send them the pictures and they're like, what? <laughs> So yeah, yeah. that's Nicole. amazing to me too, because I think a lot of people, I know for me personally, the Airbnb business scares me to some extent because I don't have that creative eye the way that you do. Right. So for me to look at a house or as a blank canvas, it's like, well, I want to put my heart into it. And I want it to feel like I, when I see a picture of some of these Airbnbs, honestly, Jackie, I'm like, that's so beautiful. I can't, I can't even imagine like being able to create that. Like, how did someone design that? You know? Um, and so it's intimidating a little bit to me to think I want to get into the Airbnb business, but I don't want my house to look really boring in the pictures where nobody's going to want to rent my house. Um, so I think it's really cool right. that, that you take that part yeah. off of people's back. And I think if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I I've been wanting to break into this, but I, I have that same problem. That's why somebody like Jackie exists, you know? Um, so I think it's really cool what you're doing and as far as feeding your real estate business, if we can back up into that, you didn't get into the, I guess maybe I should ask it this way. When you got into the real estate business, did you ever think that you'd eventually transition it into running Airbnbs and property management? Never. I never, ever, <laughs> I would never have any desire. Um, I did drink, I did want an Airbnb. Yeah. I thought, but I thought that was so far down the road. Um, 
but it, it happened with one and then it just spiraled. Um, yeah, so no, I, I, if you would have told me I would be in property management two years ago, <laughs> I would have called you out because yeah, there's no way, but it's a different type of property management. <clears throat> it's a side that we get to be creative with um, and we get to put our touch on it and it's special. I mean, we have a team that is out there right now delivering birthday cakes and delivering flowers to guests before they come. And so there's so much behind the scenes stuff. Um, and that's the part that I like about it. It's not really property management, so to speak. It's more managing the experience. I've never stayed in an Airbnb where someone delivered me flowers. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that out loud right now. Um, <laughs> people need to get on their Airbnb yeah. game, their Airbnb experience game. Um, but uh, another curious or a question that has piqued my curiosity, even just in this conversation, which is if someone gets on Instagram, finally, right? Like they listen to this and they're like, okay, I go and look, I look at Jackie's Instagram. I'm inspired, but they have no following whatsoever. What, what would you tell that person? Right. Because I think for you, you had a really solid presence before you started Phoenix days. Um, and obviously your real estate business was wonderful and, and fed a lot of that. Um, but if you're brand new to it, the real, let's be realistic, right? You're not going to put your Instagram together and put a couple of pictures on there and all of a sudden get booked out. Right. No, no. It's persistence and consistency. It's just, you, you're, I do spend a lot of time on there, <clears throat> but it's also engaging with other Airbnb, um, posts across the country because we actually do collaborate. We actually do have a lot in common. Um, and I'm in a couple uh, coaching groups with, uh, with people across the country as well. And it's just great to bounce things off and go back and forth. So it, it, it goes back to engaging with other people as well that are in the same business as you. That's really out what they're doing. Because a lot of people would think not to do that, right? Naturally. Don't, don't, why would I talk to my competition? Yeah, no, that's probably what we learned the most. I, I think it's so, brilliant. Yeah. I really do. Um, and I would say, I would say the same thing, right? So one of the things that, that we teach is 45 comments and 20 story replies every single day and, and what that looks like. Um, and I just wrote a whole article about this because people were like 45 and 20, that's so much what, right. And people will say to me all the time, like, there's no way I could do 45 comments and 20 story replies every day. And I always tell them you're looking at it the wrong way, because if you think about prospecting naturally, right, you're going to pick up the phone and you're going to call your cold calls. You're going to call your FISBOs, your expireds, whatever it is that you're taught to do. You're going to go door knock. Um, and if you think about what Instagram really allows you to do, I think it's twofold, right? It's, and I've said this multiple times before, but it's relationships at scale, right? So being able to talk to people who do the same thing that you do, like you just mentioned, that's a, a wonderful opportunity to, and I don't, I hate the phrase pick someone's brain because I feel like for me to pick someone's brain, I should pay for that. Right. Because if I'm genuinely trying to get their, their advice about business and how to run my business, that's not free. Right. Because that person that you're picking their brain, they've spent a lot of money to probably get to where they are. Right. Um, right. but what Instagram really does allow us to do is to create the connections with the people who are people who maybe we should pay to help coach us. Um, or people who we need to say, Hey, I know you have a coaching program for this. How do I get into that? Um, because I want to, right. And then also the accountability and kind of the support that you're talking about of being able to have, if you're in your first, 
Airbnb process and you're just like super lost and you're nervous because you're about to hit that it's live, right? Having that support system within the community is what really Instagram allows you to do. Um, and I've built more relationships off Instagram that have become amazing, amazing friends of mine that a lot of them I've never even met in real life. Honestly, as sad as that is, um, they, they exist. Um, so I always tell people engagement on, on this platform is prospecting. Um, and I think that that parallels to, if you want to get your Airbnb booked out, or you want to build your Airbnb business using Instagram without having to spend a ton of money on Facebook ads, right. You better be willing to go out there and create relationships and build relationships at scale period. Right. Right. And, and when we stay at Airbnbs, um, I actually found an Airbnb that we stayed at last year. I found it on Instagram, just scrolling. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that place is insane. Well, then I stopped and I like, Oh my, and I ended up booking it. We went there and then you, you get to know the host there. And then we started collaborating. She taught me a few things. I taught her a few things. I shared her listings. She's sharing my, it's just, it's a great community. It, and uh, yeah, like, I absolutely love Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your, what's your favorite part about Instagram aside from like the relationship piece? I just like that. It's so creative. You could be so creative. Um, and it, it, there, it's more of a, um, you can showcase your brand, I guess, in a fun way. Um, and then also in a behind the scenes way you know, using stories and reels and things like that. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely, um, great for me to use. I, I just, I have that creativity gene that I've got to get out. And for some reason, it just, uh, Instagram, it seems to be the, the quick fix for that. What did marketing look like for you 10 years ago when you started in real estate? Oh gosh, was Facebook around then? I think it was, I think it was really boring Facebook. <laughs> I don't even, um, yeah, probably the old school mailers and door knocking and probably Facebook, which I probably didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. Have you had to door knock or do mailers at all ever for Phoenix days? Oh God, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> we yeah. actually don't spend any marketing money. No, it's all just, it's all by referral and it's all through for social media platforms. See, and that's one thing I really want people to understand, right? Because I think most people think lead with marketing dollars and then get the results on the back end versus the organic side first. Because I think in a lot of people's minds, they think the organic side is slow and it's this really like, it takes forever for it to pick up. So if I throw some money behind it, it's going to make it happen faster. Um, and, and I personally, I mean, I've been doing this for eight years and, and I wholeheartedly disagree, right? I would tell anybody that if you are going to spend any money on your marketing, it needs to be after you have an organic presence that is very solid and really represents who you want to be in a very strong way. Um, and I remember when you and I first met, right, you had already kind of created the presence, but all I had to do was plant the seed of what does this engagement look like? And, and how do you create content with more intention for who the person on the other end is? Um, you know, and I'd love to think that I have a small part in, in your mental shift and how you do things, but I think in, in totality, right. It's just, you figured it out. Like you spent the time on the platform, you dove into what, can I do on this? How can I actually create these conversations? Um, and then you've leveraged it. And I mean, you just said exactly what 
a lot of people that I know are doing. They're not spending any money on any advertising whatsoever because their presence on the platform creates both tangible and subliminal ROI, uh, right? So they're getting direct people that reach out to them right away saying, hey, I want to hire you or hey, I want to buy or rent from you. But you also are getting subliminal ROI where you have an Airbnb host in another country that's like, hey, I want to share yours. I want to share yours. And, And that's subliminal ROI. Right. hundred percent. And yes, you did have a part in that because you taught me, you taught me to balance out the, um, the, the value, the giving of value, and then a little bit of the personal. And so that's kind of been the pattern that we've stuck with. And it's, it's, it's definitely worked. Yeah. And maybe let me ask you that question too, because value series is what a lot of people know me for, right. Which is create a topic and break it into five bullet points over the course of your month. And this is being able to talk about things that are not here's the five steps to the home buying process, or here's five things you need to know about building an Airbnb or buying your first Airbnb. And I remember when we wrote a value series for you about Airbnbs, I remember the initial email that you sent to me and how I just kind of debunked all of that. I was like, nope, we're doing it this way. Um, And I think a lot of people shy away from producing that type of value because they think it maybe is a little bit too businessy. But Mm -hmm. for you, when you post that, what kind of conversations are you having that are different, if you would, than if it was just that kind of blanket, here's how to get your first Airbnb? Yeah, well, I think there's so many myths, first of all, about Airbnbs. So many people think that they know what's going on and what's happening in the market. And um, so when we share some insights and, and truths from behind the scenes, I think people are like, really? that's true. Like this is a good place to buy here still, or, you know, so it's um, the engagement is just them acknowledging and seeing that um, where we're offering something of value that is coming straight from the facts and from being, you know, the boots on the ground and being in the business day after day. And then what I love about that is then you couple it with here is me, a real human with a hard hat on getting dirty, doing this, right? Because it makes you really, really normal to me. And I think that that's another thing that I love about Instagram is it allows people into us as humans. Um, And then also when you couple that with, here's what you really need to know about buying your first Airbnb, because I remember writing that series and I remember even in my own head thinking, like, holy crap, there's so much more to this in a good way than what I thought. Um, but then I get to know Jackie and I'm like, even if I'm confused by this, I know that Jackie, because I, because of who she is and and what I know about her and what I've seen about her, she's going to, she's not going to lead me astray. Right. So it builds me for me internally, that kind of credibility piece. So I think being what you said is the value and then also the personal side. And I think being able to do both of those things kind of synonymously is what people need to really hear you say. Yeah. And it just, it builds trust. It builds trust. Yeah. And I think people are afraid to be either all or one, all or the other, right? So they're either all business or all personal. And then, I mean, I've seen it. I've seen plenty of them even on the Airbnb side where you look at it and it's like, I don't have any idea who this person that's actually behind this Airbnb, what do they even look like? I have no idea. Um, and so for me, like if I see a picture of your bulldog, I'm just going to be like, Oh my gosh, I love that dog. All of a sudden I like Jackie more than I already did. Right. Like, cause why I had that connective piece. Um, 
to you. So I, I really encourage anybody uh, to lean in a little bit to who are you as a person and the behind the scenes piece to this makes it really engaging. It makes people really excited to stay, even if, even if you're more expensive, right? They're going to maybe stay with you because they feel connected to you as a host over the hundred dollar a night one over here. That looks like not right. as inviting, right. you know? Right. Right. So I just love what you're doing. I think that there's so much for people to learn about Airbnb side, but also how you can truly build an Airbnb business off of Instagram. And um, I know Phoenix stays kind of houses every one of your properties. So that Instagram account allows everybody to kind of see all of them. Um, But I think if if it were me and, and I were telling you, if you have one property and you want to start, I would, you know, get on there, as Jackie said, and just create an account and start. Right. I don't think it has to be perfect right out of the gate. I think it just needs to be inviting and definitely put your face behind it as well. Yeah. So when I do my, um, the ambassador work for Airbnb, that's the first thing that I ask people once they're ready to hit publish and they have this amazing property, I'm like, let's get this on your, your Instagram. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, you have got to put, it's a showcase. It's gorgeous. You know? So I feel that in a sense, I'm taking what you taught me and sharing it with them. Put it out there. Just get it there. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I love it. And I want to be a good steward of your time. And I want people to be able to connect with you because I know people are going to be very excited to see what you're doing. So two questions for you. One, how do we get connected to you? So what's your uh, business Instagram for the Valley group on the real estate side? Because I do think people need to see that because it's amazing. Um, And then also the Phoenix stays side of things. Sure. So Instagram, um, for the Valley group, which is our, our real estate business is at Jackie Neiden, AZ real estate. And then for Phoenix stays, which is our, um, short-term rental business that is at Phoenix stays and that's P H X S T A Y S. I, I think it's awesome. Um, and if, and if you are considering using Instagram to grow your, short-term rental business or even your real estate business. I, I certainly think that Jackie is an amazing person who's, as she, as she said, I'm going to steal her words here. She's got the boots on the ground and she's doing it. Uh, reach out to her, right? I mean, I think that that's the point of all of this is collaboration is key. And um, I think there's more people out there that are willing, truly and genuinely willing to help uh, than one than one might think. And um, I encourage everybody to do that. But Jackie, thank you so much for being here with me and, and pouring into my audience. I I really, really love this conversation. And I think we're going to have to do some more, um, even in my own private group. I just think a lot of people would really dig hearing how you've done this. So, um, again, thanks for being here. And for everybody listening, um, if you love what you've heard, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and also leave us a review on anywhere you can listen to this podcast, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere it is. Um, we love all of you guys and thank you so much for being a part of this. Jackie, thanks again. Thanks, Michelle. If you enjoyed this episode, please go follow my guests on social media. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review wherever you consume this content.